Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai studio. Presented to you by your local Hyundai dealers. This is where Chicago goes to talk Bears. Sports Radio 670 The Score. Chicago's home for Bears fans. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The Score! You know, even though we decided that we had to make a change after 2020 i think it was pretty clear that the arrow was pointing up for us and thus far what we've been able to show for that is is one division title and a first round exit and and that's not who we envisioned ourselves being uh and part of that uh sort of disappointment i think permeated the way you the, the clubhouse was viewed and viewed itself recapturing that energy that excitement you know Welcome back to Inside the Clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, David Hall, Bruce Levine, until 11 o'clock. That was Rick Hahn introducing Pedro Griffo on Thursday at Guaranteed Rate Field. It's time now to go to our guest hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book, and that is where we find our good friend Ozzy Guillen. Good morning, Oz. How are you? Good morning, guys. I'm very well. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. We appreciate you joining us this morning. We know that you have... Uh, been pretty quiet lately because you were part of the process. You were part of the interview process and looking for the next White Sox manager. From what we understand, Ozzy, you interviewed for the job, a five-and-a-half-hour meeting. I just wondered if you could help us understand some of the details. Who did you interview with, and do you feel like you were given a fair shot at this job? Well, first of all, I've got to start thinking, well, I don't like to thank people that much because uh, everything I do, I earn it. And I, I, everything I do, I work very hard to it. I would thank the media and the fans. Uh, I find out how the media and the fans supported me uh, in this process. Uh, I really appreciate how the much fans uh, love to be be part of the White Sox and also the media. Uh, few medias out there that really support me in the process, and uh, I will thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. I know what's what I where I stand in Chicago and baseball, period. And also I got to thank the guy, the people don't think I could have been the guy because you you learn from that. You know who they are, you know what they want to. But uh, I think everything was uh, very well. And uh, I think there was a couple of bad days in my house because I was calling from everywhere, every part of the country, every part of uh, Venezuelan people. It was kind of uh, busy. Uh, Probably like a week and a half since the final, I was interviewed. Everybody wanted to talk to me about it. Uh, I, you know, I think I think I think I was interviewed with uh, Rick, 
I, his assistant, I can call his name. I don't remember, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know, Jeremy or Regimi, uh, Getty, and a good friend of mine is there in the, in, in, in the interview. I think it's, uh, it was very interesting. I think it was very good. I don't know if it was legit or no. I cannot tell you about it. The question was legit. The answer was legit. The cook, it was a great conversation. I cannot deny that. But, uh, you know what I mean? When I left there, I feel pretty good at myself. I think they, they should feel pretty good about it. Was, it, 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 it the entry was legit. They, uh, they had to feel very good what it was. My answer was because they know, they find out how much I know about this ball club. <laughs> a lot. And uh, I think it's about, uh, it's something is up to them. Is it was legit or no? It's up to the, you know I mean, to the conscious, uh, how, what, how legit was or how it wasn't. But uh, I cannot complain about it. I think it's a, uh, it was good. I think I give them more. I give I give them a lot of notice about this ball club. Something they might not know, they might do. And uh, you know, when they when they when they select treasure, I don't hear them the interview about it. But you know, uh, I mean, listen, have a great uh, manager job is very hard. It's very very hard. It's not easy. It's not like okay, I'm gonna give you a gift. Um, uh, but a Pedro have a, a hard job to manage this ball club. There's no doubt about it. Uh, because you should know the expectation here in Chicago is very high. You know, it's not going to be easy. Uh, don't know what kind of ball club we got to get. I uh, remember Tony win 93 games, but also a year later, he only win 81. And it's just one thing about it. Just, uh, I hope that this ball club or the team they put it together do what I, what we hear Pedro say on the on the on the press conference. It'd be awesome. I think I feel proud because you know I mean the last competition. I think the last two guys are going to be having the job is a Latino manager. Uh, I'm proud of that. I'm very proud to be Latino man. I'm proud another Latino had the job. But I mean, wow! Remember how many Latinos. White Sox Latino manager have been last four years, or at least speak English, uh, Spanish. You know, Tony speaks Spanish, Renteria speaks Spanish, and, you know, they're not going anywhere. Uh, it's one thing about I wish Pedro the best. And I do it with my bottom of my heart. I don't have any bad feeling about the White Sox. I don't have any bad feeling about Pedro getting the job. I don't have bad feeling. I have continued to do my job. What's my job is? The same way you guys listen every summer. The way us is going to be Ozzy, uh, when they win, obviously I got to talk great about our ball club. When they lose, obviously I'm not going to say anything good about the ball club. And this is going to happen in the past. It's going to happen now. It's going to happen next year, two years from now. The longer I have the job, I just going to be fair, honest, fact. Uh, I'm not here to please anyone or to, if I say something, they don't like it, beat it. It's not my business. I cannot say anything bad about you if you're playing good or you're managing good or you're coaching good or you make the right decision in, in, in the front office. I don't have any doubts. I cannot say anything about you. But I, I see something out there. I know what they hire from the fans, and I can care less 
I do I can care less what the people think about what I say on TV. It's a player, it's a coach, it's a manager, it's a fan, it's a media. Because everything I say, I don't go to lie to anyone. I'm getting paid to talk good or bad, decent, protecting or not protecting about but the White Sox team in that particular summer. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change. I'll be the same guy since I've been, and, and, and it's nothing going to change because, because I don't have the managerial job. Guys, this is the last thing uh, it's over with. Uh, to me right now, it's a pointless to I'll be thinking about managing. Now, thank God. You know I me. Mean? Thank God I got a great family. Thank God I got good friends. Uh, it's not that many, but it's, it's few group friends to make me go through this process after the name Pedro's managing. Uh, obviously, I don't want to say you, I was hurt. Yeah, I was hurt. Uh, I was disappointed. Yeah, I was disappointed with myself. But uh, I got a great people around me, my kids, my wife, uh, my grandkids. They can support me because they're too little, but they, they're the biggest part of this because um, they made me think about them, don't make me think about anything else. And I find out, I find out who the great friends are and who's not. It's the uh, same guys I always thought, and they was with me, but I think my family, especially my wife, it was better supportive about uh, because she's the only one know exactly how I feel. And they give me strong enough ammunition to move on and, and continue to be the happy Ozzy, the grandpa Ozzy, the miserable Ozzy, the same Ozzy with my family. And <laughs> yeah, that's uh, uh, having a great family. Having a great family really, really helped me to go through the process because if I say, oh, no, I don't care, I don't want to be doing it, yeah, of course I want to do it. Of course I want to be part of this ball club. Of course I want to, I, when I went out to interview them, I put everything in my, in my head up there to try to win the job. But that not mean I can sleep or eat because I not get the job. Not at all. I, I wish Pedro the best, best of luck. Anything you need from me, I'm, I'm not there. And be ready. In managing terrible, I'll be on his butt. Like, I'll be there with the with – I, I did it with the best manager in the history of the game, Tony Arusa. Hmm. And then they play good. He's managing good. I will let people know exactly why he was good about it. And and he, he should know he don't have any any good ball club, any – you know, because this is not Kansas City. This is not Miami Marlins. This, this is a Chicago White Sox with expectation to win. And that's a lot. That's the voice of Ozzy Guillen in his first interview since uh, the hiring of Pedro Gafal and his first interview since he interviewed for the job about uh, almost two weeks ago now, 12 days ago. Ozzy, you hear about the hiring of Pedro Gafal from a media person. I won't mention who it was, but it doesn't really matter. And you don't hear from the White Sox before you hear Gafal has been hired. What was your reaction? How did you deal with that uh, how hard was that for you to uh, get it around uh, your head that uh, you would have to hear it from outside before you heard from them that you were no uh, longer a candidate and someone else was being hired? Well, you know, be honest with you, now in baseball, passing the 80s, 90s, uh, everything stayed in. Now you have so many people around you. You know, I mean, when, you, when you're in baseball, people say, you know, stay out of White Sox business or – Nobody know what we're doing. Oh, they're wrong. People know exactly what day, what color, what color of clothes, uh, what I got on when I was walking to the interview. That's in the 19s, whatever it was, when this was media, uh, social media round. Now everybody know about it. I wake up, I have a couple of news. I say, you're not going to be the manager. I say, oh, 
went me up the wrong way. But uh, after that, I hear from a couple media members about I'm going to be the manager. Then that was like early in the morning. Then I went to Bernardi's. Uh, go play great people, Bernardi's here in Chicago. Uh, they support me playing, you know, with all my equipment play golf. I was there uh, with Ozzy Jr. and people, obviously, when we was playing golf, uh, doing some stuff with them, talking about the team, talking about – the funny thing about it, not that I know I'm not going to managing job, and I was talking to them like I still have a chance. That was a very, very uncomfortable moment. But, uh, but uh, you know, after we're done with them, uh, I, I was driving in, a, in my car back, and it's a funny thing because when when the general manager of San Diego Padres called me, and when the Rick called me, I was in the same spot. I was driving my car to my house, same way. Both was very similar. One it was different because I got my wife next to me, and the White Sox called when Rick had called me. I was as Guillen Jr. next to me. Uh, I said, "Don't worry about it." You know I me. Mean? I said, "Hey, I know this song. It's this morning." Uh, but uh, the funny thing about it, when they say no. It, it, you know, it was nothing. It was on, you know, the media, the social media. You know, I mean, uh, they they talking crap, they saying stuff. And I said, yeah, I, I appreciate that, but uh, I think I know that before before even Griffol did it. Uh, I think people talk talk to me before they talk to Griffol, but uh, I talked to Rick about it. I said, hey, I don't have any regrets. Thank you very much. Good luck and. When I hang out the phone, I feel a little sick in my stomach. Yes. Uh, thank God I'm an old, new old man. Uh, uh, I talked to Ozzy Jr. We're talking for like a half an hour. We get home. I see my grandkids and everything went for bad. By the way, that day, uh, I went out and played golf the same way. I've, I've, I've nothing changed my routine. I, I drove my, do- my granddaughter to school, pick him up, go play golf. Uh, then when I get home, I, my wife know everything about it and we talk about it. We talk about, you know what, we were prepared for, for both both sides. We were prepared for the good and the bad news. And that's why I think it's a family, people, uh, we was prepared for everything. And it was working out pretty good. Talking with Ozzy Guillen here on Inside the Clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio 6-7, the score. Ozzy, you said you interviewed with Rick Hahn, Jeremy Haber, and, and Chris Getz, and those are the people at the forefront of this search. Got to know, though, because of your place in White Sox history, and because of your own personal history, how much was Jerry Reinsdorf involved? Did you talk to Kenny Williams about this? And what was their role in this decision in your mind? I don't know. I talk, by the way, when I went to talk to Jerry earlier, it was some confusion. Some nothing, nothing had to do with the ball club. Nothing. Uh, I walk in to clear some stuff. Uh, nothing about baseball either. Um I always talk to Jerry about it. All the song we start talking about the team, and he asked me about did you, you know, I mean, I should I should manage in the big league again, whatever, whatever. Then he said, you know, when I left, we hug each other, and like always do, and we hug each other. I walk away. I say, and they send me a text. I think, uh, uh, Ricky will will talk to you about the team. Uh, I want to talk to Rick about interview you. Uh, about the ball club, and they said, you know, what I mean, the song, the, the song, Rich sent me a text, meet me this day. I went up, and Daniel Sainz, he was there too. Daniel, mm-hmm. my good friend Daniel, great friend Daniel, he was there. <clears throat> and uh, I walk in, and we start the interview, and I think it was pretty good. Uh, I don't know, they know 
how much I was knowing about this ball club. I don't know. They, I think, I don't know. They were surprised. <clears throat> excuse me. About how much I know about this ball club, but uh, that's how how the process works. I never talked to Kenny at all. I even talked to Kenny since the last maybe few weeks before the season was over. Uh, but I never talked to Kenny, and or oh, I don't think Kenny's. Uh, in my baby, he had to be involved. You know, when they, you know, with every manager they talk to, with every manager they talk to, with everybody they talk about it. I guess he was involved, but I know was. In my commercial, it wasn't there. Does that make you wonder if it was legitimate, Ozzy? Because Kenny Williams is is the team president, and him not being involved in somebody uh, in in the process that that's a little odd to me because of your relationship and because of because of your past. No, I talked to Kenny a lot. I talked to Kenny more than I talked to Jerry and Rick. That's the first time I talked to Rick in years. I talk to Kenny every time I go to the field to see the White Sox. I talk to him anything, anything around there. We we teach, we know what it, we not talk like they used to or text like they used to. But I talk to Kenny a lot, and uh, I don't know if Kenny was there because I'm, I'm not gonna be the manager, and oh, I don't know he was there because he couldn't. No, he just I don't have any idea. You gotta ask him about about that. He was involved. No, I'm pretty sure he should be involved because. Uh, is the president of the ball club, and I, I think everything go through had to do with the White Sox. They had to know what's going on. Ozzy, uh, when you look at uh, Grafal and Charlie Montoyo, who's going to be the bench coach, uh, coming from other places, both with good reputations, both good communicators, good baseball men. In your mind, how long does it take for them to get to know 26 men on the uh, major league roster? another 14 on the 40-man roster, uh, be able to have good communication, be able to get the most out of them. How difficult is that job going to be for both of these guys? Well, I don't know. I don't know. People lead it somewhere, somehow. I think, I think Montoya had a great, uh, a great experience. I don't know about Grifo. Grifo was a coach. Uh, I don't know what kind of coach he was in Kansas City. You know what I mean? I don't know. He's, he's just one the one right-hand man with the manager. Or I don't know. I have no idea about Pedro. No idea at all. Uh, I know he's managing in Venezuela a few years ago, but I, after that, I never, I, like everybody out in baseball, like some people know him, a lot of people, they don't know him. They don't know him in Chicago, uh, but I think have the communication. No, because they are Latino guys. They have more American players in that team. They have Latino players. They have how many Latino players? Six, seven? Okay, they got eight, 18 American players. 19 American players. You start in rotation, it's, 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 it's American players. You know, I, mean, it's, uh, I don't know why people keep thinking about he had to be a Latino manager. He had to be a, yeah, I feel proud he's a Latino because I'm, I'm Latino. But in the meanwhile, I don't think, I think it's necessary. Pardon me? I think, I think the thing is that a lot, yeah, Ozzy, uh, yes. I think a lot of the people, I think a lot of people feel that some of the Latino players, uh, were the ones that had uh, the injuries last year that didn't get the, the most out of their ability, that are the key to the team winning. So from that perspective, I think they felt that type of communication was important. Well, yes, it was, but I think it's important because watch, who's the last two managers the White Sox have? Renteria? Right. I think Renteria speaks pretty good Spanish, and, uh, and, and, and sort of Tony. And I say that's why I think I think you know if you talk about if you're going to talk about Latino, 
You got it. Yeah, so you got it. The, the most, the most Latino, the winning, the best, the most winning Latino in the history of the White House is Lopez and Guillen. Either one was, either one is there. <laughs> I you think, know what I mean? But I, I think, think the, the I think, one, yeah. The one thing, Ozzy, that's different for me is this. There's one thing to be able to speak in the language. There's another thing to be able to communicate. And you've always been known as a great communicator. That is my question, I guess. Can, okay. can, the, can the players be communicated with better? Okay, I, I think so. But nowadays, I think the managers, are, you have to communicate with the players. You got to be nice with the players. I really do understand that. I really do understand that. But remember, I grew up in a different era. Now this era, the players, I think, dictate what the manager got to do, what they have to say, all this stuff. I think the PR department had a lot of things to do with this. The marketing department had a lot of things to do with this. The uh, baseball department is, is the only one should be involved with this stuff. Uh, and, and the communication, you have to be every day, good or bad, good or bad. Uh, and I think that's a very important very important to start that relation right right when the spring trying to start. Uh, how they're going to react? I don't know. Listen, they have they, the manager they have for the last couple of years was the best manager in the history of the game. Okay, he won ninety something games earlier, and then he lost eighty one. Games later, we win ninety three and lost. We win ninety three and win eighty one. That's twelve games different. Okay, with the same guy. I don't know what kind of players they go to. I, I say, okay, we got to listen, you guys. That's happened with Miguel Cairo. Miguel Cairo win the first couple of games. Players love him. Fans be like, he's the best manager in the history of White Sox. Media went crazy when Miguel uh, did a great job. I was very happy with Miguel, one of my best friends. But in meanwhile, when Miguel start losing those games, ah, oh, it's not a guy. That's that. we have to see how right. players react. We have to be, see how we do it. How, how long it going to take? Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes to get this 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 ball club back in track. Whatever it takes, they got to do it. And I know Griffo talking. He talked very well. Uh, he said a couple of words like, eh, "I don't know about this. Eh, I don't know about that." But. You see the communication is out there. Uh, you got to make the players play hard. I don't think nobody, no, no manager had to make the players play hard. Players had to play hard by themselves. Nobody had to push them to play hard. They had to push to play good and to play smart. That's it. Play hard. All those guys had to play hard. And uh, hopefully, hopefully Pedro doing it. Hopefully the players help him to doing it. And listen. If the White Sox have a good season, good summer, my job is easier. It's way easier when they win. When they start playing like crap, like they did this year, they don't care about each other. They know that's a. I, I don't believe in family. I always say that a lot of times. I don't believe in family. I, I believe in good teammates. That's a different thing. Oh, we are family. No, we don't. We're not a family. We are good teammates. That's it. And I said, Pedro had to be aware what kind of ball club we're going to face. You know, I mean, this this ball club is not a Kansas City club. This ball club is ready to win. They got a, they got they got the ammunition there. They had the talent there, and they got made that talent work. And we were to see the summer will dictate how they're going to play and how they're going to do.
Ozzy, before we let you go quickly, we can tell you that we will welcome you back as a teammate every Wednesday morning at 720. Mitch wants that to happen again, so you, you at least know where you can be working next season. Uh, and I know you're going to be back at NBC Sports Chicago as well, but I guess looking forward, as you do those jobs, as you do your job as an analyst, do you think you'll look at the Sox any differently after this process? Do you think they'll look at you any differently after, you know, it's very unusual and odd to have a guy who interviewed for the job critiquing the man doing the job and, and the job that he didn't get. Do you anticipate any sort of difference in the relationship moving forward? That's a great question. No, really, no, man, at all. I could decide the best manager in the history of the game, big time. I did it, and I love him. Every time I do something, I'm making, I, I let the fans know how good it was Tony Russo was or what he did wrong or what another thing I like what he did. Or I said, are we the same guy? Same, exactly the same. Now, and I, I, I get paid to tell the players, uh, sorry, to tell the fans exactly what they need to hear. So I might be wrong, I might be right, but that's the way I will think about it. Uh, it's nothing to do with, uh, oh, hell no. It's not, you know, I mean, be honest with you. No, it's even part of my thing because I will criticize Pedro the way I criticize Tony. That's easy. That's easy. I will criticize the player the same way I criticize. By the way, I criticize some players. When I criticize Dylan C's, when I criticize Bunny, when? I never did. When I criticize Jose, never did. Why? They played the game right. They played the game the way they're supposed to be playing. But I criticize the players. I don't think they play the right way. Yes, I criticize Tony LaRusa not because the move he makes, what he say after he makes those moves. Yes, I did criticize Tony very bad. Not very bad, very good. Sorry, not very bad, very good. Because I think it was, it, it, I don't think I was um, in the same page he was when he made the play. And Pedro do the same stuff. I be, you know what? I, I invite everyone because be interesting. That can make the whole life. Watch me every night after the game. I will kill those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I will kill them. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great show because Ozzy Glove is off. Now, you know what I mean? I don't have anything. I got it. You know I me. Mean? I still have a lot of friends in the clubhouse, a lot of friends, including Moncada. Uh, I think I have to respect the players. I have to respect the manager. I have to respect the front office. I have to respect my fans. Why? Because my fans know the fans know when you are your feelings hurt, when you're upset, when you're happy. No, I'll be the same guy, maybe better because my experience. And I gotta prepare myself better to be on radio, to be on TV. I don't think I gotta prepare my English better because I can't. I can't <laughs> change my English. My English has been terrible and it will continue to be terrible. But I will prepare myself better. And better because that's the job I'm going to have for the rest of my life. So I say I'm done. That's the job I love. I love it. People can say whatever they want to say. I love what I'm doing. Uh, I'm still in the game, watching games every day. Uh, still be connecting with the, with the fans. Uh, one thing about it, fans, I know now fans are not going to hate me because I'm managing. Believe me, the fans love me. They're going to have opportunity to hate me. I say, you should stay back on TV. you terrible managing. You know, believe in lunch angle <laughs> and all oh, those stupid things. They all come up and like, oh my God. People ask, you know, like lunch angle. That's why, you know, have the managing the White Sox. Well, the guy, we go to manage the White Sox, he never have a lunch angle. 
<laughs> at least I played 30, I got 30,000 at bats in the big league. And, and it's just like, hey, man, everybody got his own opinion. Everybody got it too. But when you listen to me in radio, on TV, you're going to be the truth, a fact. I don't want to say somebody told me. No, I'm going to say exactly who told me. Uh, I'm going to say how that notice come from, uh, how I know about this, how I know about that. But I think my show is going to be better because not because this moment is just because I got to prepare myself better to get better on TV. Not because I hate the White Sox. I love the White Sox. No, it's going to be to me. It's going to be the same a little bit better because I, I know this is going to be my job for the rest of my life or what I want to. And I got to take care of my job better and be the best I can be like I always do. I try to be the best. Anything I do, I try to, I, I'm the world terrible golfer. And I think when I, I go to the to the course, I think, okay, Tiger Woods coming out, boys. This has a year. He would have shoot 99, too. But I, I want to be the best I can in everything I do. I think, uh, David Thanks, and I appreciate you very much. Uh, you always have, a, uh, as Mitch said, you always have a home here at the score. Uh, that, that's for sure. And uh, the, the one, we're up against the clock. But one final question I have is, because you didn't really have much of a relationship with Rick and you hadn't talked to him for a long time, do you think that impacted the fact that you weren't hired? Uh, with relationship with who? With Rick Hahn. Oh, no, no. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. It might be. You got to ask him that. I don't have anything against him. I don't care about, about him. When I say hi, I respect him, what he does, what his job do. Uh, I, I criticize him. I never criticize him on the on the air. I never did. And I don't think I never will. Uh, I always support the front office people when they make a move. Uh, like, give my ideas why they did it, why they don't. No. The relation with me and Rick is he continue to be the same. Hi, hi, what's up, what's up? And nothing. We're going to see each other uh, la- later on in, in the summer when we are when I'm working. Uh, if I say something about him, I hope he get upset <laughs> because that means somebody because that means somebody listen to my show. But uh, no, no, I, I don't know the relation. Hey, you got to if 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 they thought with the manager, I should be because. I, I I told them everything I know about the ball club. And I know, and by the way, I nobody, and I keep saying that nobody knows this ball club better than me. No one. Managing outside Chicago, uh, nobody. I know this club very well, and I know why this club it can be good or bad. Uh, hopefully they stay, they, they, they stay, they show healthy, and play the game right. Play the game right, play the game smart, because we need, we need to have some fun. Right, Ozzie, you're the best. Thank you so guys. much for your time. All right. Appreciate the candor. As always, Ozzy Guillen, the one and only NBC Sports Chicago and right here at The Score. You can hear him every Wednesday morning, 720, during the baseball season on the Mully and Haw Show. Thank you to Ozzy for joining us. Bruce, we have a lot to react to, but we got to get to a break. It's Inside the Clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We're back with more Inside the Clubhouse with Bruce Levine and David Haw on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. And always live on the free Odyssey app presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. And I keep saying that nobody knows this ball club better than me. No one. Managing outside Chicago, nobody. I know this club very well. And I know why this club can be good or bad. Uh, hopefully they stay, they, they, they stay, they show healthy, and play the game right. 
Welcome back to Inside the Clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio 6-7 The Score. That was Ozzie Guillen. Joined us for about 25 good minutes. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. There, you've been waiting to hear from Ozzy. We did. Bruce, my biggest takeaways. Hasn't talked to Rick Hahn in years. He did so during the interview process. He was sick to his stomach when he found out that he didn't get the job, so he's very candid and honest about that. Kenny Williams not being involved in the process surprised me a little bit. Ozzie talking to Jerry Reinsdorf and clearing the air or at least um, you know, having that relationship um, stay intact was also very telling. And all, then the final thing about who they did hire, Pedro Graffol. I think Ozzie's going to be who Ozzie is on the air critiquing the White Sox. Uh, I didn't get a sense that he has high expectations for Graffol because he doesn't have big league experience or big league playing experience, but I do think he's going to be fair in evaluating and critiquing the job that he does. All right, David, one question for you, which is, to me, the most interesting thing I can come up with, which is not always interesting to other people at all. But in this case, David, did the White Sox hire a person they can control or the best person for the job? Well, that that's a good question because it... it, it but it's a it's a leading loaded question because if you're asking it you're suggesting that 
Pedro Grafol is the new White Sox manager because he can be controlled and because he's more well, open to the influence in a, in, from the front office. Let me rephrase it in a more intelligent way, if I can. I might <laughs> it was intelligent, help, so, Bruce. It was just so leading. step in. Was Pedro Grafal hired because they know that metrics are part of what they want uh, on a daily basis, more so than it has been in the past, and that Ozzy wouldn't have been that guy to deliver that, uh, allowing uh, four or five people in the room uh, an hour before he makes his lineup up to decide what the lineup is on a given day. In other words, you know, is Rick and everybody else there that's running the team entitled to the manager they want? So control might not be the right word, but more of a guy that would listen to what they want in a metric situation rather than a guy who already knows how to manage a team, knows how to get the best out of people, and does it his way. Without question, I think it probably worked against whatever candidate was being interviewed. If you are somebody that scoffs at the idea of launch angle and exit velocity, you can only imagine what your, what your uh, reception level is going to be some of the more advanced analytics and numbers that are going to be at the disposal of not only the White Sox manager, Bruce, but every manager in Major League Baseball. It almost, we asked the question, I asked it myself on, on Thursday of Pedro Grafol because he sounded like an old school manager in the terms of the approach. But every manager has to accept that the, today's Major League Baseball job description, it should almost go without saying, you've got to be open to these ideas. You've got to be open to front office intervention. It doesn't necessarily mean you can't still be the leader that you want to be, but you have to be, if you are a communicator and you want to stress communication, that's got to go and it's got to keep the pipeline open between you and the front office as open as it is between you and the players. So, yeah, I do think it probably worked against Ozzy in the final analysis and probably gave Pedro Grafol an advantage that people who have been out of baseball as long as Ozzy's been out of baseball. Yeah, I mean, look, Ozzy, Ozzy looks at numbers just like all good baseball people do. To, to, to say that Dusty Baker, who's on the precipice of winning his first World Series championship, tonight uh doesn't pay attention to his bench coach uh Joe I didn't Spada, say that who, I didn't say that hand, no no I'm not I'm just saying I'm saying let me complete to say that he doesn't pay attention is is naive they they all pay attention to metrics now it, it's a part of it it just depends how far the metrics go and how far you know is it a Dodger situation where they actually sit down and say you're best having this guy hit number six tonight Here's the reason why. And he bats him seventh and it doesn't work out. Uh, is that the type of pressure that you want on your manager? Is that the type of pressure that Ozzy would say, hey, you know, get the F out of my room. You know, I'm busy making my lineup up. In other words, I don't think anybody thinks that Ozzy isn't a smart baseball man that would listen to some of these things. But I don't think that you could control Ozzy Guillen to the point where he would uh, – just listen to what the metrics people say as to making out their lineup. That's fair enough, Bruce. I think that we both have been uh, vocal, like a lot of people at the radio station and in the in the Chicago sports media. Ozzie Guillen, to me, would have been a a good choice at this time because of some of the things we heard from Pedro Grafal. The he, he would eradicate complacency. He would make sure that this team was ready on every. Uh, on a nightly basis in terms of the mental approach, they would get smarter. Their baseball IQ would increase. 
But I think if Rick Hahn were honest about it, and I think that he was pretty forthcoming, you know, they were looking for somebody that did fit the the, the profile of you, you remove Ozzy's history, you remove some of those things mm-hmm. about you know the old school approach. They're looking for somebody that has is more uh, steeped in in some of those same types yeah. of things and analytics and used to managing them on a daily basis currently, and, and I, that probably worked against Ozzy as well. So. Yeah, I, I, it's a it's a really good question. It's a it, it's just one of those things we don't know the full answer to yet. Yeah, I like I like the idea uh, that Ozzy remains uh, the most honest man in sports. Okay, and there's a lot of honest people in sports, but Ozzy is right there all the time telling you what he thinks. Uh, you know what what he talked about is how many commentators, especially on a White Sox network would take on Tony La Russa after a ball game oh, saying, it, it, Tony made a mistake. It, he made a mistake doing this, but when he, it was his right to do it. But when he talked about it and explained it, it didn't make the sense to me. So he made a mistake. Okay. That is the essence of Ozzy Guillen as a baseball man. He's not afraid to tell you what the truth is ever. And that's what makes... Ozzie Guillen on the pre- and post-game show, but especially the post-game show, with all due respect to all of our media uh, peers and colleagues, that's the best thing in Chicago sports media going right now because you do have the candor. You do have an underachieving team with the, with a, an analyst who understands what it takes to get the most out of it and knows the team as he will proudly point out, knows that team as well as anybody. So, yeah, we're lucky here at the score to have him on every Wednesday morning at 7.20 with Molly and I, and to be able to see what he thinks about the Sox on a night-in, night-out basis at NBC Sports Chicago. Bruce, I want to get to this because because of your experience level, and and I want to know what you think about the inclusion of the detail. Kenny Williams not being involved in the process surprised me. I I don't know how that would happen, how they would get to that point. Why... How do you explain that? He is the team president still, right? I know it may just be entitled only. He's the executive but... vice president of baseball operations. But in, so? in essence, that he is the top baseball executive at in the Chicago White Sox. It's been a – look, historically, I'll try to wrap it up quickly and not get long-winded here. Historically, the message was, if we're going to hire a general manager under you, Kenny, he has to have – some say so. He has to have uh, some validity. Uh, people have to believe him when he talks. Okay, so as much as you're going to be over him, this man has to be allowed to be perceived and looked at as the man. Otherwise, we uh, we look like we're we're running something here, and nobody really believes what the guy says. So I think this is an indication of Kenny's maturity as an executive vice president and Rick's ability now to step up, be the face of the Chicago White Sox, the believability when he talks that you're listening to what actually is fact and not just what a general manager under an executive vice president thinks. And to both of their credit, this has been a long time fitting in. It, it, it just, Rick took over what, seven, eight years ago? as general manager. Ten. Okay. This, this Ten. didn't happen overnight because 
Kenny Williams has an opinion all the time. Kenny Williams is a smart, interesting guy all the time. He has just had to learn what his role was so this front office could work together. But explain to me then, Bruce, I agree with the uh, Kenny wants to be heard, which would make you wonder why hasn't he been heard, uh, especially when it comes to Ozzy. But if Jerry was involved in the process, why wasn't Kenny? I mean, it's probably semantics, but it just seems very – it stood out to me that I thought that would have been part of the process if you're going to interview Ozzy Guillen. I just think that it was an intelligent thing for, uh, for him to do and Jerry to do is that this is Rick's hire – this is Rick's team as a general manager. Kenny is above him. He's involved in every decision. Nothing gets done, and I've been told this by Jerry, and I know this to be true, nothing gets done without Jerry, and in particular Rick, signing off on it. That doesn't mean that, that I'm, I'm, I mean, Kenny signing off on it. It doesn't mean that Rick doesn't have autonomy. He does, but any big decisions that are made are going to be signed off uh, with Jerry and with Kenny uh, giving Rick his voice and the major seat at the table I think is essential to uh, people having a believe believability in the White Sox in their front office all right Bruce we have had a good time talking White Sox and Ozzie Guillen there are two little things I want to get to before we get out of here today number one Dusty Baker on the verge of baseball history if he wins a World Series with the Astros, could happen as early as tonight. Does that just – what does that mean in terms of his career? Is it incomplete? Does he, is he on the outside looking into Cooperstown right now until he wins that? And secondly, unrelated to that, but Anthony Rizzo, the reports are that he might opt out of his contract with the Yankees. Your level of surprise on that as well. Well, you, you, you and I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. You know, it was obvious – He's going to step out, and if you read the guts of the story, it's what we reported. He'd like to stay with the Yankees, get a better contract. He can also be they can also give him the qualifying offer for nineteen million dollars, and he can take that as a raise or get a year with an extension and a buyout. I think it'll work out. I think he'll stay with the Yankees, but you know both Chicago teams will be interested. As far as Dusty goes, he's won over two thousand games. He's won. Uh, he's been to the playoffs with five different teams, something that's never been done. I think he's a Hall of Famer before this. I think the stupid thing is, if you're not a player, that you have to wait five years to be elected into the Hall of Fame as an executive after you retire. He should be elected right now into the Hall of Fame. 73 years old. Let him smell the roses. I think that's a great point. If you're a manager, somebody like that, or an executive, why not do it now? Or why, why not do it right as soon as they retire? I guess maybe because people come out of retirement, as we saw here in Chicago. But I do think that's a, something worth discussing for, for Cooperstown and the Baseball Hall of Fame. Good point. And as for Rizzo, yeah, he'll be on the open market. I don't think either team in town, it would behoove them to explore the possibility of bringing They both Anthony would be Rizzo better for it. Back they to both Chicago. would be better. Does he seem like a Pedro Grifol guy? I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> he might be a David Ross guy. You never know. Bruce, we have had a lot of fun. This has been a great show. Ozzie Guillen, that was obviously the, the focal point. First time that Ozzie was able to talk and, and share his insight and also his experience in interviewing for the White Sox manager job. Thank you to Ozzie for coming on. Thank you to Sean Sears, our producer. Bruce, thank you to you for just getting able to line up our, our guest and for all that you brought to the table this week again. Thank you, guys, and thank you, Cub fans, for uh, sitting through a 
pretty much all White Sox show. We are both serving you and the Chicago White Sox, so next week we will give you your props as well. You can follow me on Twitter at MLB Bruce Levine, also on the website at 670thescore.com. Stay right, tuned right here. Steve Rosenblum is next, 11-1, Bears All Access at 1, and then Tennessee and Georgia, big college football matchup at 2 o'clock right here on The Score. Thanks for listening inside the clubhouse. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.